Hello, welcome to the next episode of Humans of SDU. Who is sitting in our impro dorm studio this time? It is me, Anna, and on my right side there is Martin. And then, of course, on the opposite side of the table are today's guest, Anders, Associate Professor from the Department for the Study of Culture. Enjoy your talk! Hello, Anders. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Anders, you're a teacher. You yeah. teach at SDU. Yeah. Uh, what do you teach? Uh, education. Education studies. Education science. Um, yeah, pedagogy. And uh-huh. so yeah. <clears throat> All right. But you haven't always been connected to the SDU. I know your journey to get to this position was yeah. quite lo- long yeah. and you changed many other institutions. Right. Can you tell us a bit about it? Sure, yeah. It's actually a homecoming in the sense that I was uh, I was a student here at, at SDU, at SDU mm-hmm. yeah, for three years during my bachelor's uh, years. And then I moved to Aarhus uh, where I studied, uh, and back then I studied philosophy. Um, and then I continued my studies in Aarhus. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got a PhD, I moved to Copenhagen. Uh, oh, there we go. At, uh, the Back then, it was called um, uh, the Danish University of Education. Uh, so I was there for five years, and um, then came back to Aarhus for another five years, and then uh, time was ripe uh, for for uh, for applying for this uh, associate professorship in Odense, and uh, then I came back. <laughs> so, yeah. And you've also done several. Uh international exchanges during the time, am I right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So during my bachelor uh, years, uh, I went to Canada for, for a year, um, small university called uh, New Brunswick, uh, uh, or sorry, it was in New Brunswick, uh, Mount Allison University mm-hmm. it was called. Um, so when I spent a year in Canada as a student, uh, that was really... That's really interesting, I think. Wasn't it too cold? <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, no, it was almost the same as here. Okay. <laughs> it's on the East Coast, so uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but it was English-speaking university, I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. although New Brunswick is, is part, partly French and partly yeah. English, and uh, but the, the university was English. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And so you liked that international experience, because then you continued to do a master's as well? You went to Paris? Right, yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I am laughing that I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew we talked okay. about it before okay. and I was surprised yeah. that I recalled. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was also really something. That was during my, my master's studies. Uh, went to, um, and that was for six months uh, in Paris at a university called uh, Saint-Denis, uh, or it was up in Saint-Denis, Paris 8. <laughs> Paris 8, um, so just to the north of, of Paris, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, that was also just, uh, I was struggling a bit with French. <laughs> oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> struggling a lot, uh, but uh, yeah, managed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that was sort of a preparation for my for my, for my master's thesis. I wrote about uh, French philosophy, so so I had to 
had to read a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in the original language. Okay, so, yeah. I see. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, after this many years, you got back to SDU, where you started on your bachelor. Yeah. Um, what brought you back? Why do you always know that you want to go back to SDU? Did you like it no. the most here? Uh, well, I did. I, I liked it as a student. Mm. Uh, uh, I really did. Um, what what I really like about SDU here is that that uh, that everything is connected. Uh, so you, every day you meet people from or students from other uh, uh, study programs. Um, whereas where I was at uh, the Danish University of Education, it's it's on, only people studying some form of education, right? Okay. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, we tend to be in a bubble a little bit, but but here it's uh, uh, you meet people who study medicine and uh, natural sciences and uh, yeah languages and so on. So it's that's and that's one of the first things I remember when I when I came back uh, to SDU is. Uh, the walk from my office up to the canteen, or to the meal yeah. hall, <clears throat> um, is that you hear other languages uh, all the time. People speak in mm-hmm. not just English, but also French and German and so on. Uh, I thought that was that's really had a feeling of wow, this is this is an international university. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was also wondering when you are studying education, and it's basically now your point of interest. And uh, you you had a chance to study in Canada, France, or different universities around uh, Denmark. Could you somehow like maybe compare that in your point of view? Like I don't know, the Canadian mm. system is somehow yeah. French system than the Danish. Yeah. Uh, because I I feel I I would assume that they are very different from yeah. from each other. Yeah. Although I think well, <clears throat> okay, where to start? I. And this is from the point of view of a teacher, because I'm also teaching education. Yeah. Yeah, so this yeah. is what I'm interested in. <laughs> um, so, but what I really, what I realized when I came to Canada is that uh, the courses I took, uh, for example, we 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 were encouraged to uh, write uh, small papers uh, assignments every week. And then hand it in to the teacher. The teacher would go through our writings, and the writings would be about the literature we had studied for that week. Uh, so this was for every week. We handed in a, a small uh, paper, mm-hmm. uh, five pages maybe, okay. uh, reflections about what we had been reading, and this massive amount of of writing uh, that that was very different from what I was used to here, because basically what we did here. I studied philosophy back then. Uh, was that we handed in an assignment once every semester, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, yeah. students have. If if you don't practice your writing, uh, it, it comes as a shock <laughs> at yeah. the end of the semester, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I wasn't. So that was that was a difference, and and uh, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, it was it was a lot of preparation. Probably you had to work harder, maybe for this. At least read the literature for every week. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so big difference. But I think, <clears throat> and that's what I wanted to say in the beginning. I think, uh, I think, I don't know what it's, I don't know what it's like today. Uh, um, 
but I think the system here in Denmark has become more like more like uh, it was in in Canada, with feedback and so on. And uh, we didn't really, when I was a student, there was no feedback, there was no supervising on on exam papers or anything like that. Uh, the only thing there was only um, feedback. No, sorry, supervise supervision was only with um, the papers that where there wasn't a course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so your your master's thesis and your bachelor's thesis, you could get super supervision on that, but otherwise, no, no, mm. yeah, it's because there was there was no need because there was a course already, so you could just ask the the teacher in the in the breaks, right? So, uh, yeah, mm. <laughs> so so that was, and that's ju- this is just twenty years ago, so. Oh, right. yeah. And then when you uh, get to France. That i assume uh, was yeah. also something for completely different. Plus, you had to learn French. How did yeah. you? How yeah. did you? How did you cope with that? Did you? Did you also need to like write things in? Yeah, but I. French. I, I took only one one course uh, in Paris because if I had if I had to take uh, all the courses that would re- that was required for uh, for a semester, uh, that would would have been. I couldn't have because <laughs> I'd only I'd only taken uh, two years of French uh, studies here in Denmark, and okay. my French wasn't developed. Let's just say. <laughs> so uh, so uh, yeah so no so I took a took a sort of crash course in in French when I first came for a, for a month uh, intensive mm-hmm. course, and um, and then it was it was enough to sort of. To follow the the teaching, I think it was it was enough. Um, but then I also met with a group of uh, really good friends, and we made a we called it a cercle littéraire, uh, literary circle, circle. yeah, uh, where we would just read um, maybe a new uh, an article from a newspaper uh, in this group, and then we would talk about it, we okay. read it in French, and talk about it, and try to try to <laughs> to 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 um, Practice as much uh, French speaking as we could, and uh, and 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 uh, at least one of uh, one of these um, other students from this group, I'm still really good friends with uh, with him. Uh, so uh, that was a yeah, that was a really good <laughs> that was a really good uh, oh, nice. idea. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. he your reason for visiting France again? Do you come to visit him? Was uh, yeah well yeah. yeah now he lives in in Germany but uh, oh, okay uh, that's just closer. on the border yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, yeah but we've um, we've gone cycling a lot together because because that's that's how we got in contact because uh, we soon found out that uh, we were both interested in in cycling mm-hmm. uh, and Tour de France and and all this <laughs> and then we uh, talked about that and uh, that sort of stayed so even when he stayed in Paris but when I went back home. Uh, Uh, I've been um, cycling with him, uh, his, a group of friends uh, from his friends and uh, me and one of my friends from here. We've we've gone to the Alps and the Pyrenees and so on and oh, cycling okay. with uh, with with him. So uh, yeah, so 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 that's a lasting uh, <laughs> lasting friendship. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's definitely nice. And besides friends, what was other your? Um, you kept going abroad. Why did you do that? What was the Motivation for that? Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. You ask. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, don't know if I remember even. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, I think yeah. Well, 
No, I think the. I think I was I was when I first went to Canada. I was I was at a place where. Um, I I grew up in here in Odense and and uh, I think I just I wanted to, not get away in that sense, but but experience something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't I wasn't escaping, but but uh, I wanted to try something else, and and Canada definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then also I think also. Uh, at that that time, I also had. I imagined I I could be lucky enough to get a PhD uh, scholarship, and I knew that I would have to be able, able to speak English and uh, write academically and so on in English. Um, and that was also, I think, part of why I chose an English-speaking area in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So even that time, like when you were stu- when you were starting your studies, actually, you you knew that you wanted to somehow or sometime like pursue your uh, like the research career at the university doing the PhD and I well <clears throat> uh, I think the 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 thought occurred uh, I, and I remember the, the the I remember the day when the thought occurred because um, we were studying philosophy and I was talking to one of my friends who who, who, who was also studying philosophy mm-hmm. And he told me, and this was uh, this was first of May, because we were cycling to the uh, to the city to take part of to take part in the first of May uh, <laughs> uh, celebration. celebration. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, and maybe to have a beer. That's <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And, and 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 he told me that that his brother, his big brother, had just gotten a PhD um, in his field, and I thought. What what's what's that? Uh, and he said, so that's that's three years you get paid to uh, to study uh, your uh, field of interest, uh, the thing that you like the most. You get paid for three years to study that, and and that's I, I remember the day exactly. <laughs> we were on our bikes driving to Odense City, uh, and I thought, I want to do that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's that was, and then I th- I suppose I just the more I thought about it, I, th- I thought it could. So then it just came na- natural to just to go for a PhD after a month. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, it felt, and also for, because it really in- I was really interested in, in philosophy, so I thought it was a, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you did your PhD in philosophy as well. I, no, uh, in in uh, education okay. studies. But because I was then interested, like you say, that you were a lot interested in philosophy a lot. So when did this shift? I don't know um, if it's even like kind of like small shift because it's not really yeah. unrelated. Right? No, but yeah, that's the thing. It it it, it is related uh, yeah. a lot. Um, but um, but I think I think um, around probably the the. Probably when I when I went from bachelor's uh, bachelor's studies to uh, master studies, I began to think more about uh, I have to put butter on my bread. Uh, some, some <laughs> um, I have to be able to, yeah, uh, and also thinking about the use of this uh, because when I was a bachelor student, it was just interesting and everything was just yeah. just reading and studying. Uh, and doing all kinds of other things, what what students do, I suppose. <coughs> um, um, but 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 the need to sort of you know wh- where does it go? 
this. Uh, and then, then I thought, I thought uh, education was, was the field. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you stick to education till nowadays, right? Yeah. So what is the thing that you are like occupying yourself with regarding the education right now? What's, what's the point of interest? Yeah, in the, for, uh, for, for the you? past uh, five years it's been uh, the concept of attention, um, but in, in teaching. So, um, so, uh, so I've I've studied historically how uh, how <clears throat> in schools how um, uh, how I've I've studied historical sources uh, to figure out how how teachers have been encouraged by psychologists to to um, to use certain methods in order to mm. in order to um, secure the attention of the pupils mm -hmm. in schools. Uh, because in the late 19th century, <clears throat> that's that's when uh, the second half of the of the 19th century. That that's when a um, lot of people came to a lot of uh, children um, went to school every day. Uh, that's when the the change happened. Um, before that, uh, there weren't uh, the children didn't go to school every day, and not everybody. Yeah. Did uh, so, but uh, towards the end of the of the nineteenth century, everybody is in school, uh, almost, uh, and that of course has to do with <clears throat> social changes and industry and urbanization yeah. and everything. But um, but then the teachers needed methods to to handle the the attention of all these uh, pupils because they weren't used to sitting in a schoolroom uh, for ten hours every day. <laughs> Yeah, um, right. uh, looking up at a blackboard and a teacher saying something and so on. So and and the teachers uh, didn't have the, uh, the the tools to 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 deal with this new situation. And then the psychologists begin to write uh, books about this, uh, not dissertations about attention, but more like practical advice to teachers. Yeah. And that's what I've been studying: these this practical advice so to on. teachers about how to how to secure and sustain the pupils' attention. <laughs> that definitely sounds interesting. I would say at least from uh, the experience from our country, maybe the, <laughs> the ways how to retain the attention didn't change from the late 19th century to, <laughs> till, the, till the beginning of 90s, uh, I would say. Still very harsh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fear-based attention. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. yeah. How did it evolve? How, in, in your perspective, is there some like yeah. mile milestones yeah. when they yeah, say, okay, now they stop yeah. using this? That definitely is yeah. because <clears throat> back then, uh, end of uh, end of the nineteenth century, the whole the whole purpose is to develop the the pupils what they called voluntary attention, so your ability to stay on task even if it's boring. Mm -hmm. Um, and that they opposed that concept with with the concept that they called involuntary attention, which is sort of your spontaneous reaction when somebody shouts your name or you can't help. It's a reaction. Uh, you can't you can't help um, responding to that mm -hmm. uh, call, right? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> and if there's something inter more interesting happening, then you you'll shift your focus to to that. Um, so so the whole point of, uh, of these uh, attention exercises was to uh, teach the students to, to stay on task, even if it's boring. That's the whole thing. And then the, the curious thing and the interesting thing is that, how do you do that? Well, today we would probably say, 
um, we have to make the teaching interesting, the content of it. It has to be interesting, otherwise the, the students will focus on something else. Mm. But back then, uh, at least the old school back then, it was already it was already called the old school. <laughs> it was uh, the old old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but they would say instead, um, uh, the exercises or the content of the exercises. Uh, it, it it's important that it's not interesting, because if it is, then they will automatically attend to it, the students. But if it's uh, if it's not interesting then you'll have to make an effort. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, I see. So to teach the, teach the students to, uh, to really make an effort, you have to make the teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you shouldn't entertain the students, right? So you is it the shift now towards the interesting teaching, is it actually contraproductive, do you think? Or? You think it's, it's not uh, entertaining? Teaching? <laughs> uh, it, I think it very depends on the subject. But I think but gen generally, <laughs> I think the trend you uh, you portrayed the, that nowadays we try to make the teaching interesting. So that's the thing. Yeah. Is it contraproductive actually for the students to to make I, it interesting? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, personally, I, okay. I I definitely think that it's better to make it interesting. To make it interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's just to say that, that there was a time um, 120 years ago when, when, uh, when they thought very differently about um, the importance of, of attention uh, and also that it's a precondition for, for doing teaching. Uh, mm. Mm. Um, we don't think that much about it uh, these days because we tend to, I don't know if we succeed, but we tend to uh, motivate, or we try to motivate, we try to make it interesting, we try to, we, we try to make our teaching um, look more like, um, you know, YouTube, uh, Netflix, uh, that sort of... Uh, yeah. um, Maybe entertainment kind yeah. of... Show. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, um, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad, it's just a different way of, of working with attention mm. in mm. teaching. So, yeah. Well, how do you personally work with attention? Do you have any tricks yeah, see, that work that's, for that's, you? That's the difficult <laughs> question. I, <laughs> I tend to think about it, but <laughs> but I don't know if I actually, I don't know if it ha if it has actually improved my own methods and so on. I don't know, but I, I don't know. <laughs> do your students pay attention to you? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> no, generally the, our our students in in a education um, they're, they're generally they're older than uh, than most other students who uh -huh. are in their, their, their 20s but uh, these are our students are teachers uh, themselves and they've been teaching for many years some of them at least um, and they are more experienced and they they have a lot of yeah have a lot of experience and they are and therefore they are also motivated and they sort of know what they want Mm. Uh, so it's 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 actually not very difficult to to motivate our students at least. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably also different between university students when you already pick your interests, mm -hmm. and then elementary school students who just have to do all the subjects anyway, yeah. no matter yeah. what. Yeah. 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 So it has it has definitely been been interesting to study this subject. Mm. Uh, and as much as I can, I think I try to try to incorporate uh, 
what I know about about the subject. But uh, yeah, probably not as much as as I could have. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But generally, do you think it's hard? It's maybe harder because you have well some uh, I would say teaching career um, behind yourself. Do you think it's harder nowadays to get the attention from the students? Because I guess nowadays we all hear from the other time from all the media and stuff that yeah, yeah. like we are distracted and we can't pay attention yeah. on anything. I I don't believe in that. I've I've heard that uh, claim you know, that, yeah. that story yeah. a few times. I don't believe it. Um, I don't think students today are neither better nor worse. Um, their attention um, they may have or they, I think they, they, they do have other um, um, demands or other things that they want to get out of get out of it they, they, they they're used to a different kind of teaching uh, in high school for example and they they, mm. they expect that we uh, that we can do what they are used to. Um, perhaps, <clears throat> and and perhaps the things they do in high school today are a bit different from what they did 20 years ago. But but um, but the thing that we all always hear when we talk about students and their attention is that uh, the students are on their social media and uh, on their computer screens and they're not focusing and so on. Yeah. And that, that that might very well be in, in in high school. I think that's probably true. I don't know. <laughs> um, But um, I don't think it's the case with our students. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. Or maybe they're just quiet and I don't notice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also a strategy: avoiding uh, to look suspicious, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think it's that much of a problem. Yeah. Okay. Because it's uh, actually what you mentioned. That's exactly what I thought when I was asking these questions. That. I don't know before when uh, not everyone had like the direct uh, uh, access to the internet and the social media and just yeah. were just they were the people were in the class and uh, there was just the teacher and them and there was like nothing in between and you know, all the screen between mm. uh, the students and the teacher so the the eyes just not going up and down just right. checking up yeah. what's new on Facebook or anything yeah. Yeah. so yeah. 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 It, it, it could be, and, and I, I might also be biased in the sense that most of our students are older and, and, and motivated because okay. they, they come from practice and they know, sort of know what they want. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and they also, I, th I suppose, they also hold us responsible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they want something out of it. Uh, yeah. they, they really see the value of, of, of having two years where they can study a master and focus on something that's interesting for them. Uh, that That's a privilege, they think, right? So so I think they also hold us account accountable. Uh, hold us to account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Do you have a good relationship with your students? I do you talk know. to them? Or I, do, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you interact yeah. otherwise yeah, yeah, and in yeah, a When, again, when I compare with uh, myself as a student mm. uh, 20 years ago, I think there's a lot more contact with the students today, today uh, even with the students who may feel that, that they don't talk that much to their teachers. Uh, um, 
uh, some I think there's this there's been a really there's been a change here uh, it's also like I think my my colleagues have also accepted uh, accepted the fact that that the students uh, expect uh, some feedback and uh, some contact with their teachers and so on. I don't think we we expected that uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, when I was a student so so I think I think that has changed <clears throat> that has changed the situation I think uh, yeah right. I, and mm, it's 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 so I, th I think as a teacher it's really difficult to know the question you asked was uh, uh, whether I talk to my students yeah. and so on and, <laughs> and, and what, what and how they feel about that uh, and it's it's really difficult to know I if think. they want to talk or what is difficult to know because I, th I think that that we hear it if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. We see the assessments, and we we, we can yeah. see okay, this is where okay. things went wrong. Mm -hmm. But usually in assessments, students, if if there's a question, uh, what do you think about the teaching? If they think it's 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 fine, they just write fine. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, or maybe nothing. Or I nothing. Guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's yeah. yeah that's yeah. just true. Yeah. Whereas if they have a complaint, they they they're very explicit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so so um, so I think it's it's hard to know. <laughs> mm, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We started a new tradition, and we have one question which we ask each of our guests. Uh, so I would like to ask you as well. Uh, we always ask how they deal with life. What is their life hack? What is it that helps them going and yeah, just yeah, makes their life easier maybe? So would you have any life hack of yours? Hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, I probably do, but, but I mean, uh, mm, where, to, where to start? Uh, could I get f just a few examples of what? Uh, how yeah, for example, Rune, when he was here, he said he wrote every every evening. He wrote like three things that made him happy that day. Yeah. For okay. example, Martin said that he brushes his tooth while he is on toilet to save time. So <laughs> yeah. it can be anything. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for well, mentioning that. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> I can't compete with that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think uh, moving here to to Odense, uh, we both both my 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 wife and I we got a uh, both got a job in in Odense and. We've both been students and both been struggling to to find that uh, that 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 position that's not um, only for one or two or three years, you know. So so now we're we're set in uh, uh, we got our, these steady jobs, <laughs> fixed mm -hmm. jobs, um, and um, uh, bought a house and so on, and that's new to us because we've been living in apartments in Copenhagen and uh, London mm -hmm. and and uh, um, and Aarhus and so on, <clears throat> right? So so um, so uh, in order to balance the the academic life, uh, I've been uh, insulating my shed, <laughs> the, 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 uh, building a shed or a shack or how do you say the the, the sort of uh, 
to put my tools and bikes yeah. and, and, and stuff. <laughs> uh, and 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 that I think that to sort of balance the the academic life and what we do here, I think it's really nice to just get off work and and, and have a hammer in my hand. <laughs> okay, yeah, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that that, that would be. Um, um, and now I'm done with that, so now I'm looking for a new hobby. Well, you're gonna build now, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and now it's um, it's uh, bike touring. So oh, okay. uh, I'm gonna, gonna take the the family bike touring uh, around in Denmark because we have this Corona situation, right? So we can't go abroad. We can't go abroad now. So so now so you're planning the trip. Planning a bike trip, yeah. Nice. So uh, that's 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 the thing that uh, I'm not brushing my my. My teeth, but uh, <laughs> probably looking at uh, where to go and, uh, <laughs> and how to to fit all our gear on the bike and so on. That's that's my <laughs> my thing. Okay, yeah. Some more use from them. <laughs> <laughs> this for sure. <laughs> so where are you going? Where are you gonna go? Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna. Um, we're gonna go to uh, Yulan, Jutland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, up to Aarhus yeah. because okay. we we lived there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, both our children uh, went to to school up there, and oh, okay. uh, they 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 have a really romantic uh, <laughs> uh, in, uh, memory of of, of Aarhus. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, so we occasionally go back. Uh, so that's um, also just a way for us to 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 keep contact with uh, with Aarhus. Yeah, yeah, that nice. sounds very nice. <laughs> it yeah. does. Yeah. Enjoy our trip. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for coming here and talking to us. Yeah, thank you very much. We really enjoyed it. Enjoy. Yeah. My pleasure. And there you go. That's it for today. We hope you liked this talk. If so, we would invite you to check one of our old episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening right now. And if you are one of those loyal listeners who already knows them all, then you will have to wait for the next week. But don't worry, next week it will be a real turn. Have a nice week.